way to Isaiah chapter number 9. Isaiah chapter 9. And while you're doing that, uh, with one hand, with the other hand, let's clap. <laughs> let's give them one more round of applause uh, in uh, uh, all their work. And uh, a lot of colds and uh, a lot of that coughing and voices uh, almost made it all the way through. And uh, But thank you so much, choir, for all of your work. And I hope that you enjoyed that. But above all, I hope the Lord enjoyed it. Uh, and when we sing in church congregational songs that we sang a moment ago and uh, choir uh, songs, it's all for him. Uh, and oftentimes people say, well, I don't, I don't like the worship in that church. Well, guess what? It ain't for you. Uh, it's for the Lord. Uh, and, uh, but uh, we're, we're thankful that uh, our choir uh, sounded uh, in tune. Uh, and, uh, and so that is good. Uh, Isaiah chapter number nine is where we have our text. And I'm mindful of our time and we have a fellowship. Uh, there's cookies and things at the end and I want me some cookies. Uh, and so I'm not going to preach for too terribly long. Uh, but tonight, briefly, I want to, uh, to preach uh, a message entitled five things Christ wants to be uh, this Christmas. Five things that Christ wants to be uh, this Christmas. Often at Christmas is probably what you do like everybody else does. And uh, you'll ask the people that you love and care for, you'll ask them, uh, what do you want for Christmas? And then you get stonewalled, like you never get an answer. Uh, and Because uh, people don't really want to say uh, what they want. Uh, and, uh, and oftentimes it's kind of like, you know, what do you give? Like moms and dads. And as I mentioned this morning, uh, often, you know, they'll just go and, and get what they need throughout the course of the year. But, uh, but when you think about it, um, you know, Christmas uh, is really the Lord's birthday. Uh, and, uh, and I'm not talking about giving him uh, gifts tonight. I mean, what do you give somebody who has everything <laughs> uh, in that regard? But, uh, but we are to give ourselves, and we're to give gifts, and there's nothing wrong with giving Christmas offerings and those types of things. But, uh, but it's really, uh, it's not about us, it's about him. Uh, and, uh, and having that thought, uh, often he is, uh, is neglected uh, when it comes to, uh, to that type of a thing. Uh, but if we were to ask him, you know, what would you want? Uh, for Christmas, uh, then I could think of many things, but what I want to focus on right here uh, from chapter number nine, we find in verse number six, which was part of the songs, the second one to the end. Uh, but this is, of course, proclaiming uh, the Messiah and his coming. Uh, and the Bible says this in verse six, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government uh, and peace, there shall be no end. And upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even uh, forevermore. Now I'm looking forward to the time when uh, the Lord returns. Uh, not in the rapture, but in the second coming, he touches down on the Mount of Olives and everything splits and he goes in that eastern gate uh, and, uh, and he rules and reigns uh, for that millennial reign. Because uh, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of politicians. Uh, I'm tired of wars and rumors of wars. And uh, we're in the end time and uh, there's going to be, uh, 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 whether people like it or not, King Jesus is going to reign. Uh, and, uh, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and that's what the second verse that we read is speaking of, and uh, of his kingdom. And in fact, when he came, many of the Jews, uh, when Jesus was born, when the Messiah, this, this is Jesus, they thought uh, the disciples he was going to set up his earthly kingdom. And that's one of the reasons why uh, they're still looking for a Messiah and one of the reasons why uh, they rejected him uh, as they did. Uh, but in these verses, in verse number six, there's five things uh, about God uh, 
that I think he wants to be for us personally. This is an announcement of his coming, uh, and, uh, and it's prophetic in that way. And one of the, the better, one of more, my more favorite verses of prophecy concerning Christ uh, in the Bible, uh, but he says, the Bible says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, uh, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Uh, now, I don't know if you, uh, you know, like there's that show called Shark Tank, and on there is a guy named Mr. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, I want to let you in on a secret. He isn't wonderful. Uh, and uh, God is wonderful. But when I think of Christmas, and, and as I watch, uh, oftentimes, if you go to the mall, you see the different displays and uh, lights uh, that are out there. Oftentimes, especially with children, uh, they, uh, they see those things, and they're, they're awestruck. Uh, by the wonder of it all. If you're to go up to like uh, the warm beach and the Christmas lights, I don't know how many, there's a million some lights or whatever it is, uh, it's, a, it's a sight to see and it's a, a very wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, but the wonder of Christmas, when we think of the spirit of Christmas and the wonder that is there, uh, the joy that comes from that, uh, it's, not in, um, it's not in the things, it's not in the activities of Christmas, but it's in a person. Uh, I love my wife, and, uh, and, uh, and what makes a marriage wonderful uh, is not your house or the car or uh, the gifts we get, etc., but it's the person. It's my wife, Amy. She's what makes it wonderful. That's where you go, aw. Uh, and, uh, aw. Uh, and, but um, that's what makes it wonderful. So we should never waste time looking for the wonder of Christmas uh, in anything but uh, our Lord and Savior. So what really makes Christmas wonderful is a person, uh, not lights, not you know, uh, things, not cookies uh, tonight, uh, but a person, uh, that he would step down from heaven uh, and become a man, take on the form of a man and be like me, then die for me, and now he lives in me. Uh, that, uh, in essence, is the wonder of Christmas. Uh, but just like, um, uh, you know, you can't say that uh, the cookies were wonderful tonight unless you actually have a cookie. Uh, and uh, the same thing is true. Christ can only be wonderful uh, to a person uh, who has been born again. Uh, yesterday, we were at <coughs> a memorial service uh, for uh, Diane's brother. And, uh, and in the service, uh, so Lutheran Church, they had uh, communion as part of uh, the memorial service, which I assume <coughs> they do that uh, at all of those uh, services. Uh, but as they were reading the scriptures, uh, they quoted Psalm 34, 8, or uh, a version of it, <coughs> that says this, O taste and see that the Lord is good, uh, when they were taking communion. Now think of how weird that is. Uh, it's like, O taste and see that the Lord is good. And so they get the, the wafer and go, mm, the Lord is good. Uh, and uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, but the second part of that verse is, blessed is the man that trusteth uh, in him. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You will not experience God as a wonderful God until you experience him uh, personally uh, as your Lord and Savior. So what is one of the things I believe that uh, God would want, uh, wants to be this Christmas, and that is he wants to be called wonderful, because he is wonderful. Uh, and, uh, and as a Christian, uh, you should, of course, uh, understand that and believe that. But it also says uh, he shall be called counselor. Um, that word counselor there simply means uh, a friend or someone that you can lean on, somebody you can honestly say uh, is there for you. The Bible says that Jesus is a, as a man that sticks closer than a brother. Uh, he is uh, my best friend, uh, the one in whom we can trust in for wisdom and guidance and direction, of course, obviously for salvation. Uh, but Christmas is a very sad time of the year uh, when, someone, when you don't have someone to share Christmas with. 
And by the way, let me encourage you, if you do know somebody, maybe they're part uh, of our church or a neighbor or uh, a friend from work, a coworker, uh, and they, they don't, in fact, I was talking to a, a local preacher today, uh, and uh, he sent me a, a message and uh, asked how we were doing. I asked him, I said, are you going uh, home? Uh, they're from the southeast. Are you going home for Christmas? He said, nope, we're moving uh, into another apartment, taking this break time and doing that, but I'm following up. Uh, because if you're whatever, three, 4,000 miles uh, away from your family, I, I hope uh, that obviously that somebody has invited them uh, for Christmas dinner or something like that. But we should always be uh, aware of that because Christmas isn't the same. Uh, and in fact, many people have, have lost loved ones on uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or in that time. And Christmas might mean uh, something entirely different for them, maybe a depressing, discouraging time. Uh, but, uh, but the Lord uh, wants more than anything. Uh, to be the one uh, with whom we share our joys of this season uh, and the one in whom we can lean on uh, for every trial and difficulty. He's your best friend. So don't leave Jesus out of Christmas. He says, I, I want, um, he should be called wonderful and we should call him wonderful. Uh, he should be called counselor. But then he says, uh, he wants to be called your mighty God. Uh, the mighty God uh, means he's our strength. He's our refuge. Uh, he's our trust. Uh, and uh, so when you think about this question or you ask it to someone else, who is Jesus Christ to you? You'll get all kinds of answers. Uh, he's, a, he's a good man who lived a long time ago. Uh, he, is, uh, he was a good prophet or he's one of, uh, one of the prophets. And uh, others might say things uh, that are unkind. Uh, but who is Jesus to you? Uh, Jesus wants us so much. Not just, He's not just the sweet babe uh, in a manger that we sung about a moment ago. He's the mighty God of your life. Uh, and uh, the one who fights your battles and provides a strong refuge uh, in times of trouble. And all through the scriptures, we see that he is our, our, our uh, shield and our buckler. He sets us on high places. And uh, we can be encouraged that God uh, is a wonderful God. Uh, Jesus is our counselor, but the Bible says he's also our mighty God. And we should, we should acknowledge that especially this time of the year, the Christmas message. Uh, he said, he shall be called wonderful, counselor, the mighty God. Then it says, the everlasting father, the one who will never let you down, uh, the one who wishes to be what no earthly father could ever be uh, for you. Uh, and I'm thankful uh, for my heavenly father. Uh, he's always working things out for me. Uh, he's bringing me to an expected end, uh, and he's always, uh, he always has my best interests at heart. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a dad, uh, and, uh, and I'm a grandfather, uh, and I fail my kids. I'll fail my grandkids. I'll fail everybody that I, uh, that I love and care for because I'm a human being. But, but aren't you glad that you have a heavenly father uh, that'll never fail you? Uh, and it's an, he's an everlasting father, and he's always given his best. But then he says this, and lastly, uh, he wants to be called your Prince of Peace, your Savior. Uh, and uh, notice that it says, the Bible says, born unto us. Uh, you know what that means? That means we needed him. Uh, and, and someone who can reconcile uh, God and the sinner, Jesus Christ, uh, to make real peace. And if you're saved tonight, uh, you have uh, the peace, you have peace with God. Uh, but God gives us a peace of God and, uh, and does so many things in our life. Uh, but Christ, the Lamb of God, coming to earth uh, to pay my sin debt, 
dying a cruel death uh, on the cross of Calvary in my place, uh, making peace for me and for you by his blood uh, on the cross, uh, we, we, we couldn't do it. Um, even if, even if uh, you know, we had a works salvation, um, it's impossible uh, for us to, to even think about uh, saving ourselves. Uh, but what the Lord wants uh, is for us to repent of our sins, to receive the greatest gift ever given. We talked about that this morning, uh, and that greatest gift is eternal life in, uh, in Jesus Christ. You know, so as we think, you know, uh, what do you want for Christmas? And maybe somebody's asked you, what do you, what do you want? By the way, if you know, want to know what I want, I'll tell you after the service. Uh, and, uh, but uh, we have that question. But shouldn't we always be thinking, what does God want? And uh, you say, well, you, you know, we don't, we don't necessarily, you know, give him. He, he gives to us. We give back what he's given to us. And, uh, and there's, again, there's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of churches practice. They, they have a, you know, some of them have like a birthday party, really, uh, for the Lord at Christmas time. And they'll have Christmas offerings. Other churches have Thanksgiving offerings. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but um, the one who has everything, what he really wants is our heart. Uh, and if you're here today and you're a Christian, um, I just want you to think about giving to God uh, what he wants uh, this year, uh, to call him wonderful. As you, as you pray, um, uh, worship in that way. Wonderful means an extraordinary nature, uh, mysterious or difficult to comprehend, excellent, great, amazing. Uh, there's so many attributes of God. Uh, we serve an awesome God. Uh, and and don't, ever, uh, don't ever forget that. Uh, and maybe tonight, uh, by way of, of our, our prayer here in a moment, uh, you're just reminded of it. Um, some of us, we need a friend. Uh, and uh, Jesus is that counselor and our mighty God and our everlasting Father. And so, so we're thankful that you're here tonight. Uh, but above all, if you don't know Jesus, if he's not, if he's not your wonderful and your counselor, uh, and your mighty God. He's all those things, whether we believe that to be so or not. But maybe you're here this evening and you've never trusted Christ as your own personal Savior. I hope that you do in a moment uh, when we pray. Uh, and, uh, but let's give uh, him the five things uh, that he's mentioned here and call him uh, by all of those and worship him this Christmas season. Let's all stand tonight uh, with our heads bowed. We're going to pray here in a moment. Uh, but uh, when it comes to uh, these types of services, and of course we've heard much about uh, his coming and what he's done and accomplishing and what he will accomplish uh, even in the songs that we've sung uh, as a congregation tonight, as the choir also uh, sang that. But uh, he came uh, to be born uh, in a manger and died uh, was and risen again, the Bible says, three days. Uh, up from the grave he arose, and we live because he lives. And, and I'm so thankful for that. Uh, but if you've never received Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, tonight could be the night. Their heads bowed and their eyes closed if, uh, with no one looking around. If you're here tonight and you say, uh, I've accepted the gift of salvation by faith. Jesus is my Savior. Uh, and I know that if I was to die today, I know I would go to heaven based on the promise of God's word. If I believe in the finished work of Jesus, and I've asked him to forgive me and save me, and I know that if I die today, I will go to heaven. Our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. You just raise your hand in testimony to the Lord. I'm saved, and I know that I'm saved. And you can put your hands down. And I had a gentleman ask me the other day, so how can you know? The Bible says, these things have I written unto you that you may know. Uh, I'm glad that we can have a no-so salvation and not a hope-so salvation. Uh, and, uh, and so thank you for that testimony. But maybe 